and welcome to the show. I'm Kelly, your resident engineering and physics student. And I'm Shannon, your local English major and book hoarder. And you're listening to Twin Geeks, where we're learning with you and for you. Times, times two. two. <sighs> we did it. Okay. <laughs> it's been a second. It's been a hot minute, and I'm so sorry. But um, basically, like, when we put up the last episode... Um, it was right before finals started, and by the time finals ended is when we started doing, like, holiday stuff with our family, um, and then we got to the end of December and realized we hadn't put up an episode in, like, a month-ish, more than a month, maybe, um, yeah, but... We're going on two months right now. Really? No, the last maybe one Maybe it's, like, a month and a half. Mm-mm. I have... We last recorded on the 2nd of... It went up November 15th. November 15th. Yeah. So it's been a month. It's been a month. A month and change. A month and change. Yeah. So, but we're going to try and get better about, like, putting up a regular schedule. I'm... Yeah. Especially because, like, we started... When we started posting regular episodes, it was right in the middle of, like, right when finals started. So, mm-hmm. um, December is just kind of a wash of a month anyway. Yeah. But. And we're thinking... We may um, record episodes beforehand, just, like, random episodes that we can use as fillers, where, where like, for example, bigger podcasts may just, like, put up an episode of, like, a live show they did. We're not that big. <laughs> um, so we're thinking of just recording some, like, filler episodes if we have a week where we can't post something like what just happened. So if y'all have any ideas, please shoot us an email yeah. at twingeeks.com, at gmail.com. No, is twingeeks... Oh my goodness, what is our email? <laughs> TwinGeeksPod at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, we are, because as we're recording this, we are still currently at our parents' house, and we're recording in the same room with the same mic, so you get to hear my voice in HD for the first time <laughs> with a nice mic. So if it sounds a little different, or you hear like weird rustly sounds or mouth noises or the door is closing, that's why. Um, because we're not the only ones in the house anymore. Um, but... Anyway, so this episode is going to be a little bit different because we are just coming off of break. We haven't been in class for about a month now, and we're getting ready to start classes again in about three weeks or so. So we are just going to do 2020 Redux. This is what helped us get through the year. So, Kelly, why don't you start us off? Oh boy. Okay, so I had a pretty packed semester this last semester, um... And especially with, like, engineering classes and whatnot, I, I can't really speak to, like, humanities or, like, any other majors. But for engineering majors, I find that it is incredibly hard for us to find a work-life balance. <laughs> um, especially because of, like, grind culture is such a thing. Um, so I tried to take Saturdays off. And, like, I'm not allowed to do schoolwork. So most of my Saturdays... At some point, I played Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. And I know I've talked about this. I think I talked about this on the first episode we did. Um, but that was really my, um, like, when I needed to take a break, I went and played some Stardew Valley for a little bit. Just, it's a very good way to, for me at least, to um, block out everything that's going on and just sit down and, like, dedicate an hour to my little digital farm <laughs> my little digital cat and my digital cows and sheep and chickens and ducks and whatnot and just like decompress Mm -hmm. um it is it's been incredibly helpful 
just as like something to do when I to set aside time because I know if I get too bored I'm like well I should be doing this or I should be doing like my dynamics homework or my fluid mechanics homework but on days where I just like straight up need to take a break and really don't need to be touching schoolwork um it was a it was a nice thing to slate on my schedule and say I'm going to dedicate at least an hour to Stardew Valley and just take a break yeah and your farm is very impressive I because I started playing over the summer and then like many things that I do I start it and then I just don't finish it so my farm my original farm is a little a little desolate a little <laughs> sad looking but I was like oh it looks all right and then I got to saw Kelly's and I was like <laughs> Yeah. What's going on? Um, I mean, you also haven't played as much as I have. That's true. I I don't typically play Stardew Valley. Instead, I play uh, Animal Crossing, but um, my Animal Crossing island, though, looks top-notch. Yeah. I was going to say, my my Stardew Valley, because Stardew Valley doesn't run in real time. Mm -hmm. Each day is, like, maybe 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. something like that. I'm sure there's, like, an actual count. But since it doesn't run in actual time, and each, like quote-unquote month is a season so i'm in like winter of year two Mm -hmm. so i'm just getting ready to finish up year two but i have put an awful lot of work into it (laughs) yeah definitely and it shows it looks really cool so for me um i i don't think i've spoken about this show before um but it is also a kid's show. I know basically every TV show that I've brought has been like a kid's show. But when I watch TV, especially for myself, I just want to kind of like decompress. I don't want to think too hard. I just kind of want to like chill out. If I'm like watching a show with somebody else, I'll, you know, be more invested. Um, but if it's just me, I just kind of want to not think about anything. So I discovered this TV show, I think over the summer... And it's called Hilda. It's on Netflix. Um, and they just came out with the second season like three weeks ago at this point. Um, two or three weeks ago. Um, and it basically it just follows this girl. Her name is Hilda. Um, at the beginning of the first season, she and her mother live in the wilderness. Um, and she has a little deer fox, which is literally like, it's like a little fox that has antlers. It's very cute. His name is Twig. Um, and then they end up moving to the city, and so she has to adjust from life in the wilderness with all these animals and other things as her friends to living in the city with other children her age. Um, and something I really like about it is, one, the animals that are in the TV show, for the most part, um, are, like... They're based on Scandinavian and Germanic folklore, but they're treated, they're not treated like, oh, this mystical being. They're treated just like any other animal. So, like, there's these creatures called Vitra that are basically just, like, little, essentially what we would call groundhogs, um, but they're little, like, plant people, um, but they're just treated like groundhogs. Um, They're not treated like, you know, oh, my God, it's this new creature that we've found. I also have trolls. They do have trolls. Trolls are just kind of a fact of life. Yeah, trolls are just kind of a fact of life. But um, something I really like about this show is that it, for being a kid's show, it's pretty uh, in-depth. And what I mean by that is that, especially in the second season, they examine, like, it's mainly colonialism, but, like, the idea that land is a living being and things on the land, like are existing, you know, they have 
needs and, and things too, um, which coming from my uh, theory class where we examined a lot of environmental uh, theory and policy and stuff like that um, and how it connects to how we view the world and media and whatever. It was really interesting and I actually almost wrote my final paper for that class on it but then I realized I would <laughs> I would have to do a lot of work to make that fit the prompt. But the second season dives even deeper into those ideas which is really really cool to see and for a kid's show it gets kind of deep like it's and one of the things that I love so much about it is that every, like, thread that gets left off gets tied up at the end of the first season. So at the beginning, you have the reason why they leave the wilderness, spoiler, is that their house gets destroyed by a giant. Um, so they have to come leave Trollberg, and at the end, the very end of the series you go back and see the house or whatever and it ties in and so everything is connected which like a lot of kids shows like specifically d designed for children don't do that because like children have no sense of time so they're not going to make those connections but as someone who literally I do that for my literature classes and whatever else that I do it was really really cool to see a children's show that was like overall just like nice to look at and you know easy on the brain do those kind of deeper thinking moments so again it was I haven't finished the second season yet um, I'm almost done with it I think I have like three episodes left um, but it's a very good show it's on Netflix um, and each episode's on like 20 minutes long so yeah it's a very good show especially to watch while you relax mm -hmm. and like Shannon said it does it does like take on some of the more complex topics mm -hmm. that I think we as adults are talking about now. Mm -hmm. But it, it approaches it in a way that, like, a kid could understand. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of, like, what we see... When we see, like, children's programming, especially about, like, environmental issues, it's very much, like, the land must be protected and, you know, use must be protected because of what we have... Of, as humans have done, um, and these creatures are like, you know, we have to put them up on a pedestal, which can be kind of problematic because then you have, you run into a whole bunch of other issues. Um, not to say that, like, you shouldn't take care of the world around you, but you the way that- You definitely should. You definitely should. But the way that this show- comes at it is that these animals are just as important as the other human beings in the show and also there's hijabi characters there's all kinds of characters of color there's you know it's a very diverse and interesting cast or cast of characters i guess i don't know the voice actors um but the way that they come at ideas i think is how we should be kind of doing environmental stuff because it's like you know i i could get into this and go forever but i'm not so i'm not going to but it's just the way that they tackle those environmental ideas as well as like how person interacts with the environment is super good especially for a kid's show and they make it really accessible because it is a kid's show so it's really easy to understand mm -hmm. so and the, the graphics and like cartoon is just pretty it's nice to look at easy yeah. on the eyes yeah they they approach difficult problems and they make it easy to understand without simplifying it in any way mm -hmm. because there you get to a certain point where 
you can simplify something down too far. Yeah, but then by the by that point, you miss the point. Yeah. So you don't want to simplify too far, but you want it to be approachable, and I think this show does it very well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, my second thing, I may have mentioned this in a previous episode. I don't know if I did, but at the beginning of this year, from January until March, when everything broke bad, um, I was in Switzerland, which was super duper fun. How to sum up a study abroad experience. <laughs> um, I really appreciate that I had the opportunity to go study abroad. Um, because, I mean, it's one thing to read about other cultures and to, like, see other cultures, like, on the screen. But it's an entirely different thing to go experience it. And I think that's very important, especially, you know, I'll speak from my little corner of the world. I feel like us as Americans, we like to generalize and say that like oh we're doing things the best way and yada 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 so on and so forth and the idea that there is one best way to do everything I think is a bit misguided and a study abroad experience at least in my case has been super helpful in understanding that and understanding that like there is no one right way to like govern a country or approach a problem you know, I, everything is going to have its pros and cons. Um, so while I did my study abroad experience, we all wrote research papers. And I got to write my research paper on comparing the difference in natural disaster response in Switzerland and the U.S., which is something I care about a lot. We have a very complicated system here in the U.S. as far as, like, even before the disaster, you know, declaring a state of emergency, what that what declaring a state of emergency gets you, um all that sort of stuff. And that happens before the disaster even hits. So you're kind of just trying to make estimated guesses at how bad this is going to be. And then the disaster hits, and then you have to, with what you were given before the disaster, Mm -hmm. you have to then use that to the best of your ability to help the people who were affected. And in Switzerland, it's, it's sort of different because a lot of their... Like, big natural disasters that we think of that they would have over there, like avalanches or landslides. There are things you can do to mitigate some of that. So there are avalanche guards that you can put up. There are, if you're looking for to prevent flooding, you can widen canals and that sort of thing. There is no such thing as a tornado guard (laughs) or a hurricane canal. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing. So it's almost comparing apples and oranges in some cases. Um, So... Again, I could go on this for hours. I wrote 50 pages on it. My study abroad experience, at the risk of sounding cheesy, was one of the best semesters I've ever had, even with getting pulled back in March, because we had the whole research aspect of it, but then we also had um, classes that we were taking while we were over there. And we weren't taking all of the classes at once. We were taking Italian throughout the whole semester, because the part of Switzerland where we were speaks Italian. And... um We were also taking a two-week class, kind of, they were all back-to-back, of two weeks with a professor who was visiting from my university. And so we got, we got a lot of different classes, and they were, you know, social sciences or natural sciences or humanities or what have you in a global context. It was not like, we are doing this for a grade, and I want you to write me a paper at the end of it. It was like, here is the overarching stuff that you need to know about data science and cram it in two weeks and we're gonna say like like example our data science class that we took we went over 
we learned Python, so we learned how to analyze data using Python, but we also talked about like, hey, what are, when you're looking at data presented to you in the news or in articles or whatever, what should you be looking for and what kind of red flags are you going to see and that sort of thing. So, you know, you can be both a well-informed student, but also a well-informed, like, citizen. And another example in our sociology class that we took, um, we talked a lot about the lady who came over was a gerontologist. So we talked a lot about aging populations and issues that they see. And as far as, especially like in what we would consider a nursing home or retirement home, what do we see here? Why, you know, why is there such this stigma around going to nursing homes? Why, you know, what the issues are in that? And just kind of addressing that, like, hey, there are always going to be ethical issues, no matter what you do. You can't, you can't not discuss science or humanities or whatever without ethics. In engineering, a lot of what we do doesn't directly deal with ethics, but we need to bear that in mind, regardless of what we're doing. Because if we don't, then you end up with sometimes problematic, most times disastrous Mm -hmm. um, solutions to problems that still need to be fixed Mm -hmm. um for example if i as an engineer were solving a problem for this one community if i am not a member of that community i don't know the ins and outs of how things work for them so i have to create a solution that works for a community that i don't know all that well so when we're talking about like ethically when we talk about having you know as diverse a team as possible It is to try and cover all of the bases when we're solving problems Mm -hmm. so that things don't get overlooked. Mm -hmm. So, And you also need someone who has the experience first and foremost because then from the beginning, and you have to take their experience seriously because from the beginning that would have saved a lot of money and time if someone from the beginning would say, hey guys, I think we should rethink this because you're going to run into problems selling this at the very least. Um and run into other problems as well if you don't take this social experience and uh, way of life into account. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You much better said than I could say it. <laughs> Things like that um, that I have found to be incredibly helpful. And also just like, I got to go to Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. I got to eat Swiss chocolate. I got to yeah. have fondue. And I got to see... Um, I got to see Italy before everything closed down, or at least part of Italy. Got to go to Naples. Mm -hmm. Didn't get to go to Rome, didn't get to go to Venice, but yeah, it just means I have to go back. Yeah, so, (laughs) so my second thing, and we're going to switch topics a little bit after this, um, is another podcast. It's called Wonderful. Um, if any of you listen to any of the McElroy family's podcasts, you may have heard of it. Um, it is run by Griffin McElroy and his wife, Rachel McElroy. Um, and it's, the setup is honestly a lot like this, although I didn't realize it because I started listening to it over the summer and we had already planned out the first like three episodes of this podcast 
the year before, and I didn't realize how similar it was until I started listening to it. So I promise it's not based off that. It just happens to be very similar. Yeah, we've been talking about this podcast for a while. We've I think been we've been about talking about it since high school? Freshman year of college. Yeah. Like, end of high school. Freshman year we've of college. We've been talking about it for a while and just haven't gotten around to yeah. it. Until now. So anyway, um, that being said, Wonderful does what we want to do, essentially. <laughs> um, they basically bring two things a week um that are they find wonderful um and then they talk about it they talk about the history of it they talk about uh how they use it so griffin because he does a lot of video game stuff oftentimes talks about video games or music because he also does music um rachel is uh she talks a lot about poetry which as an english major is super cool because i personally i love listening to people read poetry and i love reading it the analyzing part i'm not as good at um but i love the musicality of poetry and literature and that sort of thing um and they also talk about movies tv show food sometimes um some other things so it's just it literally is one of the best parts of my week because I, I typically, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, but I typically reserve wonderful um, for my, like, I take, like Kelly said, she takes Saturdays. I also take Saturdays to just kind of, like, chill and not do homework. And so, like, I get up late, I take a nice long hot shower, I listen to wonderful while I get ready. And it's just, like, the perfect start to my day because it is so calming and relaxing and it's literally just listening to two people talk about things that they love with each other and it is is so sweet <laughs> and so uh endearing um and also it's gotten me to look into like other things so there's a couple of video games that griffin was talking about that was like i sa that sounds like something i would really enjoy and a couple of musical artists as well that i started listening to because of them um and it literally is like one of the best parts of my week because I just, it's, it's so lovely. And if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I need to go listen to a little bit of Wonderful. And it, like, nine times out of ten, unless I am, like, mid-panic anxiety attack, will help me calm down or help me relax or whatever. Um, and it, it, it's just wonderful. Very yeah. well titled because it is one of the most wonderful things that I experience. So, wonderful, you're my wonderful thing. Always and forever. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say, as far as, like, comparisons to this podcast, I would say our skews a bit more educational, I think is the yeah. word I would use. Yeah, well, we talk about Normally. stuff, yeah, because we talk about stuff that, like, we learn. It's not necessarily things that we find, like, <laughs> fun and things yeah. that we love, um, whereas they're... Just cool things we've learned in class. Yeah, because our goal is to, like, at least my goal coming into this podcast is to say, so I'm... I like teaching a lot, but I don't think I'll ever be a teacher. Uh, we'll see about that. Um, but I love teaching and educating and, like, sharing knowledge. And I feel like, especially people who don't go to college or are looking into going to college and are not sure, like, education to me is the most important... A good education to me is the most important thing a person can have. And so... There are things that I had no idea coming out of uh, high school what I would learn in college. Um, and so I have, I feel like I have galaxy brained. Like, <laughs> my brain has probably changed like 8 million times since I've come to college. But not everyone has access to that. And not everyone wants to pursue a four-year degree, which is completely fine. But I think there is still a super important to like 
continue to learn and continue to educate yourself. Um, and I want that this to be that for somebody. And also like for students who are thinking about college or like, you know, someone who's thinking about getting, going back to college or just like, you know, young adults who are like, I've never had to change my oil before. I've never had to do my taxes before. We'll probably talk about taxes like- Probably. And whenever that is. It's coming up. It's March, May, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it might be sooner but than like, that. I want to be as helpful as possible and as well as like sharing things that I love, like TV shows, video games, books, pieces of art, musical artists, and that sort of thing. So wonderful is to me more is it is educational, but it to me is more two people talking about things that they love, whereas what we do is like more designed to educate a share, little bit. Yeah. Share things but, that we've learned. Yeah. Wonderful is doing what we want to do. Um, so I hope that we can get on their level because I genuinely look up to them a lot uh, and I appreciate everything that they do. All right. So for the back half of this episode, we wanted to talk about some of our goals for 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, and Shannon says it's my turn to start. So, um, one of my first goals, I have three listed, is to do better in my classes while maintaining my mental health. Cause I... I didn't do as well in my classes as I would have hoped this semester, and that could have been partially because I was taking, like, an absurd number of credits, but maintaining my mental health is also a priority for me, so I want to make sure that, like, I get enough sleep, and I get enough food each day, and I drink enough water, and I take enough breaks, while also, like, working out a system that helps me really dig into my coursework and really just learn as much as I can from all my courses because I'm at the point in a lot of my courses where the content is really interesting and I really do want to learn everything that my classes have to offer but especially this last semester I just straight up didn't have time <laughs> because I was taking 19 credits <laughs> um and so trying to glean as much information from my classes as I can and hopefully translating into getting better grades in my classes while also like maintaining my mental health and making sure that I am doing okay outside of my coursework. My second goal is to get started with some research on campus. Um, I'm starting to think that I might want to go the way of grad school um, and to do that I think I'm probably going to need some research experience. Not to mention I think it'd be fun. Um, so hopefully by the end of this year I will be involved with some research group on campus. I've sent an email and I need to email back um I've sent an email but if I if that doesn't end up working out hopefully get involved somewhere on campus doing research hopefully doing something that I find interesting and mentally stimulating mm -hmm. is that we'll say that's a good phrase um and then my third and final one uh join an engineering or physics group on campus I used to be involved with an engineering um, living learning community on campus, um, but I, I won't say aged out because I didn't age out, but I did not get a position I applied for. Um, so wish them all the best, but I am no longer involved with them. Uh, and so I realized this last semester that I don't really have that many, I'm not involved with many engineering groups on campus beyond them. So a lot of my friends are if they, if they are engineering majors, they are, like, electrical engineering majors, which is good, is interesting, but they start talking about, like, 
all sorts of circuit elements and some things that I have absolutely no idea what they are. And I, I just want somebody to rant to about operational methods. <laughs> you know, I just, I need somebody that, that, that I can like hit a good mental brainwave with. So I'm looking at getting involved with maybe Society of Women Engineers or maybe, um, I know there's a, an engineering, there's a couple engineering fraternities and sororities. So I may look into that. I just want some engineering and physics buds. Yeah. That's my main goal. I need some more friends in my <laughs> major. So. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, mine are a lot less, like, school-oriented. That's fair. Um, somehow, we always manage to do this. I always have an easier fall semester, and Kelly always has an easier spring semester. I, like, front-loaded my spring semester, so I'm going to be crazy busy um, because I'm taking like four classes or I'm taking five classes one of them is like an internship class and I'm teaching again in the spring which I'm very excited for all of it but it's gonna be a lot of work so um one of my goals is to start journaling regularly or doing some kind of like reflection daily or minimal weekly um just because I don't feel necessarily like I'm a pretty I would say generally I feel like I'm a pretty introspective person, um, but a lot of the times I have a really bad memory, so I'll forget something that happened at the beginning of the week, um, and then I'm like, wow, why do I feel so awful? And then I remember, oh, this happened at the beginning of the week, and it just stressed me out more. Um, so having that kind of regular um, memory, at least reminder of like, this is what you did today. You didn't drink enough water today and that's why you feel bad the next day. Or you only ate one and a half meals and so that's why you woke up yesterday really angry or something like that. Um, so kind of keeping myself a little bit more accountable. Um, along the same lines, I want to create a morning routine for myself. I have a pretty religious evening routine because my sleep is like invalu- it's the most valuable thing that I have to me. Um, and so I work very hard to get a good night's sleep. And so that means before I go to bed, about 30 minutes before I f actually fall asleep, because it takes me forever to fall asleep, I go upstairs, I have like a face routine, I listen to music or whatever, and I do X, Y, and Z right before I go to bed. Um, but I don't have that for the morning. And so I get up in the morning and I'm like, eh, maybe I'll shower or well, maybe I'll have some a substantial breakfast. But I really want to get better about like having doing X, Y, and Z in the morning to make sure my day goes well. Um, and then lastly, um, hopefully by the summer, I will have my own apartment um, or, you know, I'll probably be living with some folks because it's expensive to live uh, where my school is. But I want to be a little bit more financially independent and mindful. Um, so I'm going to start budgeting and, like, keeping really close track of the stuff that I buy. Um, which, you know, it's not to say every once in a while I won't treat myself to, like, a meal somewhere or get myself a little gift. I think that's important um, to care for yourself. Um, but at the same time, I just haven't been thinking about that as much and I've been fortunate enough not to have to think about that but I soon will not be fortunate enough to not be thinking about that so I need to start working on that a little bit more um so hopefully we'll be able to stick to all of those <laughs> yeah I wouldn't say these are resolutions so much it's just like general self-betterment yeah general goals reflections on the past semester in the past year and being like hey that kind of sucked mm-hmm what can I do to make it better? What can I do to make it better? 
Mm-hmm. I don't do well with resolutions, so as soon as I start calling these resolutions, they're not going to get done. Yeah, um, um, I always say that I'm going to start journaling or start doing this thing at the beginning of the year, and then I don't. So I'm hoping that I can actually kind of keep myself accountable this year. Yeah, um, same but. here. So I challenge you, listener, to come up with at least one goal for yourself. It doesn't have to be like, a, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z every day. It can be a, I want to learn how to do something or I want to read this many books or I want to get out of bed at the same time every day or something like that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be big, but take care of yourself in some way. And sometimes self-care can suck. (laughs) So um, sometimes self-care is face masks and a nice relaxing bath. Sometimes self-care is doing your laundry. Yeah, exactly. So um we believe in you you're gonna do great yes and Um, also if you're listening to this and it's not the beginning of the year but you're like daggone i really need a goal don't feel bad yeah you could set a goal in august exactly you can do it yeah and things change it doesn't have to be a resolution it doesn't have to be a new year's resolution right it can be a it can be a an august resolution (laughs) it can be a an october 24th resolution yeah so Hopefully, another thing that we want to start doing is posting regularly. So we're going to try and get back. January is going to be a little weird, um, but we're going to try hopefully in February. I don't know. Is there a third? There's a third Sunday in February, yes? All right, hold on. Let me pull out my calendar. calendar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to do the first and third Sunday again starting in February. Hopefully we'll be able to get another episode out in January. No promises, though, because... <laughs> yeah, we'll both be moving back to college and getting started with the semester. Mm-hmm. We, will, we will do our best. Yep. Um, I am also still working on transcripts, so yeah. my s- deepest apologies. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Things, Life happened, and yeah. I'm getting back. We're getting back with it, mm-hmm. but it's just taking a second. Yep. But... Anyway, Kelly, do you want to ring us out? Yeah. All right. So you can check out our website, twingeekspod.wixsite.com forward slash home, where you'll find transcripts of each episode, as well as any other info about our show. Sometimes we post updates, but mostly Um, transcripts. And you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at twingeekspod and email your questions, comments, concerns, or just say hi to twingeekspod at gmail.com. Yes. So there is also on the website if you don't want to go through the bother of opening your email, you can just go to our website and there's a contact form there yes, too. There's and I'll also send it to our email. Yeah. So however you want to come say hi. Come say hi. We love hearing from y'all. Um, and looking at the um, statistics, it sounds like there's only about like maybe twenty of y'all. <laughs> but that's okay. We're small. We it's love all right. we love y'all anyway. We appreciate you. We really do. We appreciate y'all listening so much. All right. Well, take care of yourself this year. Um, Do good things. Set goals. You can set them now. You can set them in February. You can set them in August. Right. Do good things. Do good things. Make new friends. Make new friends. Happy New Year. And have a happy and safe, wonderful 2020.